Shazam? What a joke. I'm nobody. I came because I have no choice. You save my home and the people that I love. Truth. Justice. The American way. Hello and welcome to Elseworlds, a DC fan podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand, and today we are talking James Gunn and Peter Safran's plans for the DC Universe. Yesterday, James Gunn invited media to an event to give updates on the future of the DCU. Today, he has shared that information with us all, so let's dive in. I am going to show you... We're just going to hear it straight from Gunn's mouth first, and then we are going to break it down. Let's go ahead. Hey, everybody. I'm James Gunn. I'm the co-CEO of DC Studios. So as many of you know, DC has been disconnected in film and television for a long time. And That's it's one the truth. Of, you know, our jobs, mine and Peter's, is to come in and make sure the DCU is connected in film, television, gaming, and animation. That the characters are consistent, played by the same actors, and it works within one story. And if something is outside of that, like Matt Reeves' Batman or Todd Phillips' Joker or Teen Titans Go, that it is clearly labeled as DC Elseworlds, outside of the mainstream DCU continuity. Now, Peter and I have gotten pretty lucky in terms of the four projects that are coming out over the next year. First, we have Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Shazam! has always been off kind of in his own part of the DCU, so he connects very well. That moves directly into The Flash, a fantastic movie that I really love that resets the entire DC universe. And then to move into Blue Beetle, a fantastic film about a kid who's a marvelous part of the DCU, and then into Aquaman 2, which leads directly into our next few projects, which I'm gonna tell you about now. So, Peter and I, along with a group of very talented writers, have started to map out an eight to 10 year plan of what DC Studios will be in film, television, and gaming. This first chapter is called Gods and Monsters. Now this, what I'm about to tell you. So you hear that? The first chapter is Gods and Monsters, which is a, which is a storyline in the DC comics. Tell you is a part of the first chapter. It's not the entire first chapter. The first project is Creature Commandos. Creature Commandos. We're going to pause it right here. So I'm not familiar with Creature Commandos. I had to look them up. But it looks like we got Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, I believe that the robot is Gunner, which is a robotic soldier. Uh, I believe this is uh, on the left here is uh what's his name uh, most of these look like they're actually from agents of shade which is a team of creatures let's see um
So that robot might actually be a GI robot. Anyway. Pretty interesting. It looks like we got Weasel from the Suicide Squad back as well. So... Uh, just a pretty interesting mix, mix of characters, and this is going to be the first project that it opens with, and uh, it's going to be animation. Is an animated series. I've written all the episodes. Something we're going to do that's a little bit different at DC is we're going to have characters move into animation, out of animation, usually having the same actor play their voice as who plays them in live action. The next project up is Waller. This is a story of Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis. Viola Davis is going to team up with members of Team Peacemaker, and this is a story that's been created by Crystal Henry, who did Watchmen, and Jeremy Carver, who created the Doom Patrol. It is a fantastic story. That Since we're not hearing, I'm just going to spoil this right now, there's no news for Peacemaker Season 2. I'm assuming this is that, that Waller is going to be, um, since he said teaming up with Team Peacemaker, that this will be the continuation. It's out of this world, and I can't wait for people to see it. Okay, next up is the big one, the true beginning of the DCU. This is called Superman Legacy. This is being written by me. I'm in the middle of it. I'm having a great time doing it, and Superman will be released into theaters July 11th, 2025. Mark it down. Okay, the next thing is a big premiere HBO television series called lanterns this is a story of a couple of green lanterns john stewart and hal jordan and we have a few other lanterns peppered in there but this is really a terrestrial based tv show which is almost like true detective with a couple of green lanterns who are so interesting terrestrial based meaning earth right uh so we're gonna have like an earth-based green lantern show i know a lot of people wanted some cosmic stuff but i do like that it is Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart teaming up in this lantern show. I'm I'm really excited for the for, for this moment, um, and the fact that it, you know it's going to be them almost acting yeah almost as like cops right as true detective um, makes me wonder what this will be rated. Hopefully something that like my wife can watch. She's she's not a big fan of gory rated r stuff she can't watch peacemaker or suicide squad so i hope she'll be able to invest in this base cops watching over precinct earth in it they discover a terrifying mystery that ties into our larger story of the dcu next is a big movie called the authority the authority is a passion project of mine it's based on the marvelous wildstorm characters we are now bringing into the dcu and will interact with all of our primary dcu characters the authority are a group of superheroes who think the world is broken and they want to fix it by any means necessary i think it's a very different look at superheroes we're doing a television series called Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost is the story of Paradise Island, usually known as Themyscira, which is the birthplace of Wonder Woman. It's almost like Game of Thrones with Westeros, but with all of the inhabitants of Paradise Island. The introduction of the DCU's Batman is the brave and the bold. The Brave and the Bold is the story of Batman. Love the name. Differentiates it from the Batman. You don't have to worry about having the Batman in the title. It's just the Brave and the Bold. 
Batman and his actual son, Damian Wayne. This is based on Grant Morrison's great comic book run. Damian Wayne is my favorite Robin. He's a little assassin who Batman tries to get in line. And so this is the story of the two of them and the beginning of sort of the Bat family in the DCU. Next up is a TV series called Booster Gold. Booster Gold is one of comics' really popular cult here. I was really excited for this, by the way. If you remember my list of things I wanted announced when I tweeted it out and put it on Instagram, it was Superman, Green Lantern, and Booster Gold. So I am... All three have been hit off of my list. So really loving that, and I love that it's a series. Heroes. He is a fascinating guy. He's a loser from the future who uses future technology to come back to present day and become a superhero so that people will love him. It is basically the superhero story of imposter syndrome on an HBO Max series. One of my favorite comic book series from last year was Tom King's run on Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. And so we're going to turn that into a big science fiction epic film. Now, Superman is a guy who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents, where Supergirl, in this story, she is a character who was raised on a chunk of Krypton. She watched everybody around her perish in some terrible way. So she's a much more jaded character. And that brings me to Swamp Thing, the last thing we're going to talk about, a very dark horror story in the origins of the monster who is Swamp Thing. And although it's totally outside of the rest of the DCU, it will still feed into the rest of the stories. Anyway, those are the stories that I can tell you about right now. I've loved the DC characters since I was a child. They're incredibly important to me. I knew that this was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to do something very different. One of the things that's very important for me in all of these movies and TV series is that the director's vision and the vision of the writers and all of the creators is unique and something special. Storytelling is always king. That's all that matters to us. And I want to be true to those stories. I want to be true to you guys and really give you something different than you've ever seen before. Anyway, thank you, every. He is. He is giving us something totally different that has never been seen before. Let's talk about so so many shocking things in this announcement. I, I did not think for a minute that we were going to be opening up with <laughs> Creature Commandos. All right, I'm not too familiar with them, but now I'm diving in. I'm going to dive into the books on DC Universe if they have any on there. Uh, same thing with The Authority. Did not expect The Authority. I've heard of it. I have not read it. Um, it was from an imprint called Wildstorm. That's what he means by Wildstorm characters. And that imprint used to be run by now the head of DC Publishing and Jim Lee. And what I like is how he said that they're going to bring those characters in to be, you know, kind of side by side with the rest of our DC characters. I mean, a Paradise Lost, Game of Thrones style Themyscira thing that is a prequel, takes before place before the events of Wonder Woman films is... Something I did not have on my list. And a Supergirl movie, Woman of Tomorrow. This is, like he said, this is a really recent miniseries by Tom King. This was uh, just released last year, I believe. I have not read this one yet either. I'm going to be digging into it. We're, we're probably going to have episodes building up to these movies where I'm like, alright, let's get to know the authority. Let's get to know Supergirl, you know, Woman of Tomorrow. And kind of go over these storylines and then ending it with Swamp Thing uh, to close out the first part of the chapter 
and it's a movie is pretty interesting. Now, there's some more stuff that he didn't say that is in from the press conference that they attended yesterday. So, the Batman is still standalone, as he said. It's going to be branded as Elseworlds. Hello, name of the podcast that we're currently recording on. But, uh, in this article here, there was a name for it. It's releasing October 3rd, 2025. It's just called The Batman Part 2. I'm a little disappointed by that, to be honest. <laughs> a little, little disappointed by the name The Batman Part 2. Uh, maybe it's just tentatively titled that right now. Maybe it'll come out with something different. But I guess it is a way to make sure that they know that the Batman is the Batman. And in this article, it makes it sound like that at least one more movie. So talking about Batman Part 2. So that might be it. That might be it for Matt Reeves' Batman. And then they pivot to uh, to, to doing this. But we're going to get a Superman and a Batman movie within the same year. Which is pretty great. We talked about the Brave and the Bold while James was talking about it. So in the Grant Morrison story that is taking place of Batman and Robin... It's actually Dick Grayson as Batman, but it looks like he's pivoting to be Bruce Wayne as Batman with his son Damian Wayne, and a father-son story is how Gunn referred to it at this uh, event that he held. Uh, we're still getting Joker, obviously. Uh, okay, there was huge praise for The Flash. I know he just mentioned that in the video we watched, but he also mentioned it during the event saying it was probably one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. There's been lots of praise for Andy Muschietti and this film. There's been lots of rumors about how great this movie is from like people seeing early screenings of it. So I know a lot of people have been down on the flash movie as a whole of saying, "Ugh," you know, because of Ezra Miller and their Ezra, Ezra Miller and their problems along with, um, just people kind of being a little down on on it as a whole, I guess. Uh, now we know that, you know, what he says here, what James Gunn says in this event, is that, uh, that nothing prohibits this from happening, meaning the four leads of the films coming out this year, The Flash, Blue Beetle, Aquaman, Shazam, could still become... Um, could still come back. You know, Saffron says Ezra is completely committed to their recovery. We are fully supportive of that journey that they are on right now. When the time is right, when they are ready to have that discussion, we will all figure out what the best path forward is. But right now, they're completely focused on their recovery. And in our conversation with them in the last couple of months, it feels like they're making enormous progress. So... My, my thought process on the Ezra Miller stuff is if they truly recover, there's no reason they shouldn't be able to continue their role. And the reason I say that is because we've had actors like Robert Downey Jr. who had a torturous past and has become a totally different person. There has to be room for growth and to change yourself if you truly don't think people can change if you're truly going to hold people to stuff that have happened in the past and no matter how much they work on it you're always going to look at them poorly 
then I don't know what to tell you. Because in my opinion, people can change. Right? And I like to give people the opportunity to change. The opportunity to grow. So, in my opinion, if Ezra Miller can prove that they are on the right path, I don't see why they cannot continue their role. Now, it might also be by the time that they are ready, James Gunn and Safran are moving on and they're doing something else with The Flash and maybe we don't need Ezra at that time. Maybe we're focused on Wally West. Maybe we're not focused on um, Barry at that point. There's lots of opportunities. There's lots of different ways that this can play out for going forward. But the way that James spoke about it is that these movies are not in this weird limbo we thought they were this year. Of they're going to come out and they're just rebooting. It seems to be that they can go wherever they want to go with it. But that Superman is the true beginning. Superman is the beginning of the continuity. Live action wise. So that that's what I'm kind of, you know, what we're getting is when Gunn says in his video... This is the true beginning of the DCU. And he mentioned Superman Legacy. There you have it. The other stuff still can matter. The Flash resets it. He mentions that the Flash resets it. Which makes me think that he is going to use that. As a way to kind of segue into his version of the DCU. And that Superman Legacy will kick it all off. I like the name too. Superman Legacy. I'm glad it has Superman in the title. Uh, we don't really know what the plot of it is. He's still writing it, obviously. So there you, so there you go. Now, I know that people were also asking about the Zachary Levi tweet from The weekend, where he said something about Pfizer being an issue nationally. If you're not familiar with Zachary Levi, he is been he has been very anti big pharma. Uh, so I don't believe that was about the vaccine. Yes, it could have probably been clear. But I mean, as James Gunn says here, that uh, he says this in the Hollywood Reporter articles. This was at the thing yesterday. He said actors and filmmakers that I work with are going to say things that I agree with and things that I don't agree with. I can't be changing my plans all the time because an actor says something I don't agree with. At the same token, if someone is doing something that is morally re reprehensible, that's a different story, and we have to take that into account. And I think what we need to learn is that actors are people, that they will stick their foot in the mouth occasionally. The smartest actors don't have any social media and don't create any sort of controversy, right? But I think when you... There, there's... There's ways that this always ties in, right? And what I mean by that is you can even have an actor that is very outspoken about stuff, but if they like a tweet that they read the wrong way, people are like, oh my god, this person liked this tweet. What are they doing? That it's almost best to just, if you're going to be famous, if you're going to be somebody, uh, 
as soon as you get a big job, delete your Twitter, delete your Instagram, delete your Facebook. Um, I mean, I guess you could create a burner if you really want to be on there, but don't let people know that it's you because they're going to look, and James Gunn knows this because of his jokes that got him fired from Disney and then rehired. That put James in this position right now. But there will be, you know, there's the pros of social media, and we're seeing the increasingly negatives of social media as we continue down the path of social media. So in my opinion, if you're going to be famous, don't even don't don't even set set up a social media because uh, people look for stuff. They look for stuff. Even if it's just an innocent like that you put on a tweet, you misread it, or you're you know you're retweeting it because you think it's interesting, but not that you agree with it. People look for that stuff. So doesn't sound like they're moving on from Shazam. We'll probably see what what I assume. The key on if Ezra. And if Zach and if Momoa are going to be back as their characters in Blue Beetle, it's how popular it is. How good it does in theaters. If Shazam comes out, makes less than Shazam 1, and doesn't have any goodwill, probably not getting a third. Maybe Levi comes back for like a Justice League. Maybe not. Blue Beetle, same thing. If it's popular, if it does well, can be folded in. The Flash. If it does well, if people have genuinely good feelings about Ezra Miller's The Flash, not the movie, but the character played by Ezra Miller, if they are popular, they'll probably continue. If everybody is leaving that movie just talking about Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck as Batman and Sasha Calais as Supergirl, then we're probably not getting Ezra Miller back. That's my thought process on it. Overall, not really what I was expecting slate-wise. I do like that we are getting Green Lantern like I asked for. We're getting Booster Gold as a TV series, HBO Max series, that's awesome. And we're getting Batman, we're getting the Brave and the Bold. And he said it's the start of the Bat Family, which makes me think, it's a little different, right? Damian Wayne is not usually the first Robin, I'm wondering if that means we're going to have a fully established Nightwing, Dick Grayson, at this point. Um, Or if they're going to change it to where Damian is the first Robin. Or if they just mean the first Bat family in this, like, you know, we're going to open up the Bat family in this. It's all very interesting. And, and you know, if you're somebody that's worried about James Gunn thing, like saying, oh, this is all going to feel like James Gunn, blah, blah, blah. What he says at the end about the story and stuff is is probably what you want to hear, but... What they also say in this article here is that the duo is putting a premium on screenplay writing. 
saying that would prevent the dreaded feeling of superhero fatigue. They're also going to give the projects a tonal and thematic difference from each other. Gunn called out the degradation of screenwriters in Hollywood, and also said that the duo wanted to be respectful to the voice of the filmmaker that they are working with up to a point. It's not the Gunn-verse. It's not, Gunn said. It's got to be all these different feels from all these different stories. That's what makes it so fun. The stories are completely different, and each has an individual expression of the writer and the director that are making those projects. But he added, we're not stupid, not every filmmaker is going to be happy, because if someone is doing something that isn't working, we're going to be honest. So there you have it. The DC Slate. Let's run through it one more time, in case you forget the order of things. But it is starting with Creature Commandos, which is an animated seven-episode series already written by Gunn, and it's already in production. The voice actors have yet to be cast, but the executives are looking to find people who can voice the animated characters and also portray live-action versions. Gunn mentioned that. You know, these characters are going to slip in from animation and back out which means that the character is going to be voiced by the person that is acting them on screen, which is very different from what we're used to and something I really appreciate. Waller, a spinoff of Gunn's own HBO Max series, Viola Davis, will return. It's being written by Crystal Henry, who wrote Watchmen, and Jeremy Carver, who created Doom Patrol. Superman Legacy, which is um, the true kickoff of the... DCU plans. It's not an origin story, but it focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. He is the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks kindness has is old-fashioned. That's July 11th, 2025, which means those other two projects are coming out next year, I would think. Lanterns, Greg Berlanti's long-in-the-work Green Lanterns TV series has been scrapped and the duo's parted ways with the longtime DC series Steward. In its place is a new take on Space Cops with Power Rings. Saffron says, Our vision for this is very much in the vein of True Detective. It's terrestrial-based. It will feature prominent Lantern heroes Hale Jordan and Jon Stewart and is one of the most important shows they have in development. This plays a really big role in leading into the main story we are telling across film and TV. The Authority, a movie based on a team of superheroes with rather extreme methods of protecting the planet that first originated in the late 1900s, 1990s. <laughs> um, Gunn says here, this is something different than what he said in the video, one of the things that the DCU is not is just a story of heroes and villains. Not every film and TV show is going to be about good guy versus bad guy. Giant things from the sky comes and good guy wins. There are white hats, black hats, and gray hats. We got Paradise Lost after that. We got The Brave and the Bold. And then we got Booster Gold, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, and Swamp Thing. So only one of these has a release date. Which is good. Don't rush it. What, you know, the first DC slate, the first DC slate that they put out, when they put out Cyborg, Flash, Justice League Part 1, Justice League Part 2, all that stuff, 
had dates. Most of those did not come true. So announcing these projects, being able to say this is what we're working for, Superman's July 11th, we got that penciled in. Less than two, like about two and a half years to go. But other than that, we're, you know, we're going to see how it develops, right? Not putting a hard date on this as you get the teams together to figure out when it's going to go. So I'm, I'm assuming Superman's going to start filming by the end of this year into early next year to make sure that it hits that July 11th date. It could start filming at the latest, July of 2024. Sometimes these movies take less than a year, but I would assume... If you don't want to rush it, probably going to start filming either very end of this year or this year or or early next year and have plenty of time for that July 2025 date. Uh, But this is just chapter one, guys. This is not the full eight to ten year slate. This is probably going to take us up through... 2027, 2028, give us a f- give us a few year slate here, and then we'll see chapter two and see what the plan is for that. But let's look up real quick before we go. Justice League, Gods and Monsters, because this was an animated film. It is uh, it features an alternate universe version of the DC comic superhero team, the Justice League, is what this movie has. So the you know, Batman is Dr. Kirk Langstrom, which is the man bat. Wonder Woman is actually played by, uh, which is actually Becca, which is a superhero in, in there. Superman is the son of General Zod in this. I'm not sure if that's, yeah, I doubt we're going there. But Amanda Waller is president in this story. Um... Yeah, so I, so I don't know if we're getting this exactly, but it is just an interesting that this is what they're calling it, right? Gods and monsters. And I assume it's called that because we're dealing with things like Swamp Thing. If you're looking at characters of the authority, you have Apollo, who's the sun god, right? So they're... We got the gods of, like, Wonder Woman. So we we do have, like, gods and we have monsters, like, creature comforts. So it makes sense for this to be called Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters. Overall, really excited about this slate. And as we get more and more news about it, it'll be cool. But just knowing that James Gunn wrote a seven-episode animated series that we're going to get... That we're getting... Superman in in literally a year and a half. Two no, sorry, two and a half years. <laughs> they were getting Superman in two and a half years. Um getting Green Lantern as a show and getting Booster Gold as a show, those are great. I'm glad we're getting able that we're you know that they're going to be looking for people that can play these characters everywhere. The Green Lantern show is supposed to find some sort of mystery here that they discover that's going to play into all of this stuff too. It's going to be a really big big thing. I don't know who's writing that. I don't know if they said. 
No. I don't think they said. No, they didn't say. But it's in development, at least. You know, they got hired in November. It's only been almost three months. But I'm sure they've been hard at work. All this stuff, finding out who they want to fit into this stuff. Um, Actor, director-wise, writer-wise. So I'm very excited. Very... It's going to be very fun to see how this plays out for the first bit. And we're going to be covering all of it here on this pod as we continue to grow. What does it mean for Superman and Lois? That was not one of the things he mentioned about Elseworlds. Doesn't look good. (laughs) Doesn't look good. Season 3 might be the last season. But we'll cover all of that here on the show too. So we got a lot going on. We got a lot to look forward to. A lot to cover. I'm super excited about it all, but thank you for listening. If you want to give us a follow at Elseworlds DC fan for everything, I'm still doing my blog, still putting up new comic reviews, so check that out. I'm really enjoying Jeff Johns' new Justice Society America run that is currently going on. That's two issues in, plus a one-shot that took place before those two, so check that out. I have my reviews up on the blog. That's in the show notes, so you can follow there. Other than that, I just want to thank you all for taking the time. Have a great rest of your week. We'll catch you next time on Elseworlds.